All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. As always, I'm your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching. And with me, pretty much as always, is our marketing director, one of our other coaches all around, superhuman, Yogi Somier, the incredible, the talented, Jen Weber-Hart. Hi, Jen. Hi, Adam. Okay. Um, <laughs> we've got some great guests for you guys today. Uh, we don't have an enormous population of repeat guests. We have to really fucking like people to get them to come back on the show, to ask them to come back on the show and participate in some of the other things we do, our roundtables, etc. And this couple, yes, couple, has always been on our radar for people that we want to have giving us insight and feedback and ideas and just general how to run through life and business kind of shit. So welcome back to the show, Justin and Piper Knoll. I probably should give Piper top billing in that. 100%. No All right. So Piper and Justin Knoll, welcome <laughs> well back to the show. Hello. And for the rest of you that are watching or listening live or in syndication, you're going to have to bear with us. We do get an opportunity to chat. Before we go live, Jen and I and our guests, and today's subject apparently is that Jen has adopted a puppy, has a new puppy, and Jen already had more pets than Justin has baseballs. For those of you that are only listening to the podcast and didn't see the video cast, he is sitting in front of a wall of baseballs, so we're kind of poking fun at uh, Jen's uh, voluminous animal sanctuary that goes on in her place um i just saw piper's cat in the background so i I got distracted distracted. you guys got to see one of my dogs come in and say hello before we got started uh so yeah a bunch of animal lovers no question but uh justin we've seen piper fairly recently she was at our last uh quarterly round table which was phenomenal it's always nice to have that kind of seasoning and experience and somebody really has their finger on the pulse of what's going on in the local real estate market with us but it's been a minute since we've seen you yes um and of course it was funny because i was having a conversation this morning with a friend and colleague of mine about who our guests were on the podcast today she said yeah if you don't know who justin Knoll is do you even do colorado real estate I was like, okay, that's fair enough. So yeah, that's kind of the MO. And you've obviously always kind of, well, in recent years anyway, decade, uh, really maintained more of a leadership role, a uh, state and uh, Denver community type of real estate uh, leadership role, enabling and establishing higher levels of professionalism and business practices and these kinds of things. So tell us what you've been up to. Piper, don't take it personally. I'm not playing favorites, I swear. But we get to we get to see you. I want to know what Justin's been up to. Yeah, I uh, was. It's awesome to be back. You guys are always so much fun and and, uh, you bring so much value to the to the marketplace. So keep doing. Thanks for having us. Uh, Yeah, things are very different in my world these days. I am. Uh, I have not sold a house in probably a 10 years. Uh, it's best if I just don't. I stay the hell out of the way. Piper runs all that. So anything having to do with clients transacting, buying, selling, the team kind of stuff, that is really her lane and I stay out of the lane. Um, I'm here to kind of bring- You get run out. over if you don't. That's exactly right. <laughs> I know I know what, I'm, <laughs> uh, what my limitations are in art, right? So- um, I, you know, I try and shed some bit of light. I'll, I'll come in 
every once in a while and kind of shit put the flashlight on some things and go, Hey, have you thought about this or that? Or maybe this is an idea. Uh, but I mostly stay out of the way of, of anything sales. Uh, so what do I do? I do have some coaching and consulting clients. I do uh, coach some agents and teams, a few brokerages that I consult with. And then I do leadership training for associations and MLS is that kind of stuff, brokerages, which is a lot of fun. But uh, really what I've been doing the last 24 months is going headfirst into two tech products. So I'm a co-founder of two tech startups here in the in the prop tech space here in Denver. Uh, one is a contract writing program that will um, unseat the uh, the incumbent program that is running out of steam and running out of runway. Whoa. Uh, their technology is is out of date and no well, longer. And th here, this is a really big deal because that system is still light years ahead of what goes on in a lot of other states. Yep, that's right. So so Colorado is always very progressive when it comes to real estate, whether it be our contract and how skewed it is towards a, the buyer um, being taken care of in a transaction. Um, we can talk lawsuits and all that, but I think Colorado's done quite well with the contract that we have. It's kept us out of some, some hot water thus far, knock on wood. Um, but yes, we do have proof of concept of, of a product. It's Think of it DocuSign or something like that, very specific to real estate, right? So it's specific to the actual transaction. Um, so what's happened is just the company has no longer put any um, any focus on the future of the product and, and are now backed into a corner. And we see opportunity to bring something better, more holistic, more focused on those that are in the transaction rather than just real estate professionals like, like the Realtor. Today's transaction really has to do with the realtor um, getting a deal and then talking directly to a transaction coordinator or an administrative person, right? It's the job is so difficult these days to do both. And so most, most people have some bit of help on the back end. Um, so we wanted to bring in the title companies, the mortgage companies, the, um, the transaction coordinator, as well as the realtor to the, to the center of the transaction and build a product that's, that's centered around that. So we'll be launching here in the next 45 days. It's a company called get in contract. Uh, very excited about it. We've been in beta testing for quite some time and uh, have bootstrapped for two, two long years. Uh, anytime you say bootstrap, my wife cringes because that means no money's coming in. Right. Mm. Uh, so this has been a, a product of, of labor and love that my co-founders and I put together and, we're very excited about it. Uh, we are on the fundraising trail and have actually solidified some funds now. Uh, so that changes the trajectory of what we what we can do next. So that's that's one product. Another one is a product called Refresh Data. And what we're doing is taking MLS data and opening it up to third parties like, like an Adam, right? A, a lender, a title company that wants this rich real estate data and is willing to monetize, willing to pay for it and do it the right way. Um, that is happening somewhat nefariously some behind the scenes now uh, with some people gaining access to the MLS data. It's not secure. It's not accurate all the time. Uh, there's no filters for it. It's just taking raw data and putting stuff out in the world, which I think is a dangerous game at times. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're working on that as well and, and partnering with MLSs around the region, uh, which has been super, super fun. So that's, Adam, that's what I'm doing. I... Uh, Man, you won't catch me doing open houses or showing properties. That's just a bad day if I'm doing yeah. that. That's, something's going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you'll find me. That's right. Got it. Okay. 
Um, that I I hope our uh, local, and when I say local, I guess I mean Colorado uh, audience of real estate agents has caught that because this is huge. This is game changing type of stuff. Yeah. Um, I I can't even imagine it. I'm still always amazed at how far ahead of the curve Colorado is in that space. Um, we've started to do loans in our office and other places. Uh, some of them relatively rural by comparison. Um, I, I won't, you know, say that I think you can buy the state of Arkansas for the average single-family home price in Denver, Colorado, but I think that's about right. Um, so, yeah, that uh, Colorado is in my mind light years ahead of what's going on in other states when it comes to real estate contract technology. That we're going to make another leap here is big, big stuff. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. We're very excited about it. It's going to be more secure, a, a more open experience, right? So technology today should be able to talk to each other. Your CRM should be able to link in with your, your contract writing mm. uh, apparatus. And that doesn't happen today. So that's we're going to open that garden and, and have things talk to each other and integrate. And oh, what a wonderful world it's going to be. So our, our plan was to uh, really work the Colorado market. Uh, there is proof of concept like we talked about here, but... Uh, I see much bigger now. We're going regional and national, and that's uh, that's exciting. So very okay. Get the home builders to participate, would you? We so are you actually, actually have a uniform. Yeah, project. interesting. You should say that we're we're working with a large developer who's building a, a big project downtown, um, several hundred units, and we that's one of our first projects is is kind of doing a bespoke product for them. That really, when when a client comes into a builder's office and says, "Oh, I want to buy this property right now," it's a very arduous, painstaking, paper-driven oh. process, as you know. And you sit there, and then you got to have things sent out for signatures, and maybe it's like two, three weeks before it comes back, and it's very unnerving for a lot of clients. So I, that is something we're very excited about bringing uh, today's experience, technology experience. What we have to understand is. Our my competitors in this are not the incumbents already. It's it's Uber Eats. It's um, that kind of stuff where today's consumer is so keyed into having you know one button push and it's and it's done. That's really what we're competing with is accuracy, quickness, security, all of that at once. And yeah, I've got an eighteen dollar milkshake on the way as we. Speak, so. <laughs> yeah. You're doing it late. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Uber Eats may have called me fatty when I confirmed my order, but uh, you your, your your $18 milkshake is on the way, fatty. On the way. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, this, I am, I'm really uh, mind blown. And I, uh, we don't have a whole lot of people on the show that are uh, able to render me speechless about a <laughs> particular subject. So good on you. Um, and Piper, what are you up to? Tell us what's latest and greatest and what kind of things happen when Justin gets in your lane and you got to bowl him over. <laughs> well, we're just, uh, it's nice to finally feel like we're, you know, picking up traction and getting busy again. Yeah, you said that before yeah. we went live. Yeah, yeah. Fourth quarter last year was a hard one for me. Uh you know, we recently moved our team over to Weston, Maine, which was a really, really great move for us. But there was definitely a, a little bit of a learning curve on their technology and all of the things they offer. And uh, just trying to get everything that we do 
in line took me a little bit off. Um, so now it's nice to be back. The team's excited. We're ready. Um, our clients are getting really excited, which is nice. It's, it's really fun to have those conversations that people are excited about buying and selling, not, oh my God, I have to do this, but I want to. So uh, I'm really excited about the next couple of months. I think it's going to be a really opportunity, opportunity filled market. And I think that the agents that are ready to go out there and crush it absolutely will. And buyers and sellers will do really well going into this next little, little bit. I think that's true too. I, and I think it's going to be more than a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, I think we're, well, I guess in the grand scheme, you know, and we talked about this at uh, my office the last time you were there about how long we've actually known each other. And I'm sorry, Piper, how long have you been doing real estate? Almost 19 years. 19 years. And prior to that, you were doing insurance, mm, which is when we met. <laughs> yeah. Decades <laughs> ago. Right. It's so, been like 20 years for so, sure. <laughs> yeah. So when you and I describe uh, a little window, it could be two, three years longer yeah. or longer when we're talking about when it's going to be a really neat time to be in real estate, to be in mortgages, to be a home buyer, to be a home seller, these kinds of things. And I think you're right. I think 24, 25, 26 are going to be uh, really cool stuff to watch and see what goes on. Um, I really do believe that that's going to be the case. Um, and one of the things that I've noticed that maybe you're seeing on your side of the table as well is I'm finally starting to pick up on new loan originators. Um, uh, Jen and I were talking about one that we recently hired, uh, had been in operations for decades and has been a licensed loan originator for seven months, something like that. Um, we've got another colleague to use the term loosely, who nice kid has gone through all his prerequisite education and is gearing up for his exam. Uh, and I, uh, it was rumored, I know his mother, she's a good friend and client. And it was rumored that he actually skipped Super Bowl parties to study for his mortgage exam for his federal mortgage exam. So we're finally starting to hear about some new LOs, some new loan originators. And I think the interesting piece of that is more than 60% of the old ones did not renew their license this year. That's a big number, the biggest we've seen. It's yeah. certainly the biggest since we've had federal mortgage licensing and we've been able to track it. In the real estate space, it's a little different for a couple of reasons. One, it's state by state. It's not done on a federal level. And in Colorado, you guys only have to renew your license once every three years. Mm -hmm. So there may still be trailing data that we don't know yet as far as how many have actually stayed in the business or have gotten out of the business. We know NAR stats, 80% are gone in the first two years, 85% in the first five, that kind of thing. That number's got to be a little bigger, I'm assuming, based on what, what went on in 22 and 23. But are you seeing new agents? Are we starting to feel that electricity, that energy of... People being really pumped and jazzed. And I'm not talking about the people that watch HGTV and, um, oh, this is going to be so easy. And I'm going to, you know, pick my kids up from school and I'm going to work when I want. and I'm going to see cool houses and I'm going to make a lot of money. And by the way, for those of you that are in that class, it doesn't fucking work that way. <laughs> you have to work. <laughs> you it have to the do the work. job I've ever paid to do. That's what it I say. It is the hardest job I've ever paid to do. Absolutely. Um, but are we seeing agents coming in that have that? We are seeing new agents come in and uh, you see like this initial really great fire and energy for them. And I hope that these agents just find their right space in the market because without support and without um, a good mentor and without a great managing broker and company, 
it is really lonely right now in real estate because it's a very confusing market. <laughs> you know, you have agents that have been in here for 20 years that have seen all kinds of things, but there's a lot of agents that have only seen a really, really aggressive seller's market. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard. You need a lot more coaching and training, I think, now than you did before to really oh, understand the market. Yeah. And I think it's really funny because if we take that math that we were discussing, where 80% fail in the first two years, 85 in the first five, and we translate that to what's actually gone on in real estate for the last 15, when it's always been a seller's market, mm -hmm. how many agents have actually seen a buyer's market? 1%, 2%? <laughs> Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Right? Jesse remembers it. <laughs> yeah, well, you probably do too. That was the last market he worked in was a strong buyer's market. <laughs> Thirty-five thousand miles on your car and just frustrated, <laughs> just eating out of paper bag every day. You're like this that is. is <laughs> I was having that conversation with an agent too. She said, "Yeah, I you know do about twenty-six thousand miles a year on my car," and I'm like, "Wow, my you know." 14 13 14 year old jeep has eighty thousand yeah. miles yeah. on it yeah, i've got i've got an 09 with twenty thousand miles on it i just i don't drive yeah well i i drive very little and uh i split it up between different vehicles so yeah the life of a real estate agent living in their car very very different than mm -hmm. what adam does yes yeah. Absolutely. And now different than what Justin does. <clears throat> Very much so. Yes. My car is thanking me. Like, just stay home today. Just zoom yeah. on. <laughs> uh, but the petroleum companies are going to get pissed off at you, yeah. Justin. <laughs> Somebody's always mad at me. Those, those people at British Petroleum need you. <laughs> need, need all you buyer's agents out there cruising nope. 30,000 miles a year. Piper will pick it up for us. All right. She'll pick I'll do my best. Yeah, so, <laughs> Piper, I think that you're really hitting a nail on the head here, and it's probably worthy of us delving into a little further and discussing a little deeper. We know teams are succeeding greater than individual agents are right now, and it's been that way for a good number of years. And Jen and I have taken on a number of teams in our coaching process. In fact, we're kind of crafting some work right now for not only a, a day with Jen and Adam, and uh, you guys haven't seen that product yet, but we do spend a really specific dialed in day with a team focused on what they want to work on. Uh, some of it privately with leadership, team structure, hiring, those kinds of things. But the majority of it with the people that are actually boots on the ground, loan originators or real estate agents, those kinds of things, more lead gen focus there. Um, but I don't think it's any secret here that teams are paving the way for what lead gen and real estate sales look like going forward. It's been that way for a number of years. And the agents that we come across that are doing it on their own, I agree. I think they are uh, lonely to put that in a number of definitions and not just from a social one, but from a work-related environment, I think that it's difficult. Um, even some of the people that have been doing this for decades and that are still doing it on their own are seeing struggles, seeing speed bumps, hurdles that they would probably be able to get through over whatever much easier if they had a team. I guess those are the people that are hiring Jen and Adam. So they do kind of get a team uh, that way. But um, I think that it's very, very different. And I don't want to 
make plugs where they're inappropriate, but we love Weston, Maine. Um, long before you guys were there, in fact, it may have even been before Jen's tenure at Just the Tips or at the uh, Core Finance Group, we were doing a lot of this kind of stuff for Weston, Maine, and we love Sue and everybody involved. And there's just a different mindset, a different mentality of how we want to treat people, how we want to take care of buyers and sellers, clients, and how we want to learn our craft, get better at our craft. We want to be better. And I don't see that with a lot of flagship companies. I don't sense that culture with other, with the Kellers, with the Remax. We want to get better. We want to make a bigger impact in our clients' lives. We want to make a bigger impact in our team's lives. We want to make a bigger impact on our community. And we've always gotten that from Weston, Maine. They really feel that way. That's kind of at the core of how they roll. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Weston, Maine is an incredible firm for a ton of reasons. And I don't want to just be a commercial forum. Um, but, you know. Why not? I just did it. And I don't even work there. <laughs> well, first of all, Justin is so sick of me raving about how much I love Weston, Maine. I come home every day with something new that I'm like, I can't believe the shit. Like the things they do for people uh, is amazing. And I, at first I thought it was just me. I'm like, okay, you don't need to do a special treatment. Like you they, got me. They were either. giving Piper the, the special Kool-Aid. Nobody else. Yeah. You know, they, they were drugging Piper. Yeah. And that's what I thought. I mean, like I, I looked at this, like in the things that they do for their agents. And I thought there is no freaking way they are able to take care of this level of service for every agent at this office. But the reality is they do it and they do it with a fucking smile on their face. And it is very much, how can I help you? Um, you know, 19 years almost in the business. This is the first time that I can truly say that I feel like my brokerage firm is a partner in my business. And that is really, really a nice feeling. Wow. And so for agents that are not loving where they're at, or maybe you're newer, you got to just check out and see what's out there. I was really, really pleased with our last firm. We were there for almost 10 years. And, and a great know, operation too. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing bad to say about them. Totally. Totally. I had, I just didn't know what else was out there until I looked and I got to just say Weston, Maine, they knock the pants off of everything. I mean, I've never seen a company that is so focused on their agents and creating a great experience for not just the clients, but the agents, they treat us like their clients, which is really cool. That is cool. And Um, I think it's important at this point to understand that Different agents have different needs, have different paths in their business, or at different stages in their career, so on and so forth. It's not the same for everybody. But yeah, Piper nailed it on the head. You guys go see what's out there. Yeah. Yeah. You just need to see. You just, you don't know. And I was really happy. I probably would never would have moved, you know, and and I just would not have even known what else is out there. And and it's like, I feel like our business was 10x'd just by that switch, just by what else is available. And whether it's, you know, Weston Manor or a smaller brokerage, I think it's important for everybody to look every once in a while. Justin always preaches this to people. And yet I never did because I was comfortable and happy and I don't like change. Oh, comfortable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But like, it's one of the things he definitely talks to people when he coaches is make sure that your brokerage is working for you because everybody's so different now. And, and what's right for you now, may be different in two years. And you just sure. gotta, you just gotta keep that open. Well, we and Justin and I had talked a lot about that when it came to Keller Williams of old. And God, this conversation is probably, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. That at a time, there was a period where it was great for the new agent. Lots of training, particularly on the things you're not getting in real estate school. Yeah, yeah. You know, that it is a sales job and here's how to do that. And then it got to a point where 
a new agent with Keller Williams was in training so much for that shit that they never actually got to practice real estate. They spent two years of learning how to lead gen, basically, and never actually got to go generate leads, go do real estate. And it just shifts. It is a constant, evolving, developing, shifting kind of environment. And especially when we start talking about things like technology, I'm still... Uh, reveling in what Justin's <laughs> going to bring to the table. I can't wait to see this shit. Uh, but we're talking about all kinds of things that change and develop in technology, in how real estate is done. Some of it forced upon you guys, like what went on in last year's lawsuits. Um, and you're just kind of thrust into having to think about modifying, developing, advancing, changing, growing, shifting. Uh, some of it just organic, which... Justin has always done, um, which is why he was giving you a hard time about a pipe. And I'm surprised Piper didn't roll him over right then and there. Talk, talk about getting into somebody's lane. I'm glad he did, though. Jeez. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a, how do I describe this? The, the way that we put it to our clients, uh, and this is true for all of you, real estate and mortgage, and uh, certainly for our other clients that um, you know, include insurance agents and divorce attorneys and financial planners, etc. You live in a dynamic industry. If you are running a stagnant model, you're gonna get run over, right? You remember all those guys that were really good at short sales and uh, REOs? Yeah, now they have a fucking headset and they practice. <laughs> Would you like fries with that as their lines, as their sales scripts? Would you like fries with that? What size shake would you like? What up? Um, so, yeah, if you're going to remain in real estate, in mortgages, any of those other industries, you have got to be dynamic. You have got to be a step ahead, looking ahead at what's coming. And, God, I love that subject, too. What's coming? Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think is coming? Well, I think one thing you, you have to set up, and I Piper alluded to that, is I, I coach every agent. You should be looking at another company every year. Number one, you need to find out who that leader is and what they're seeing. If you're in your own little bubble here of what you think you see, you're not getting outside perspective. And I always yeah. know that I learn more by seeking out information from others that I trust rather than just holding up and doing my own research. It's just, I, I need that perspective. So number one, get out and talk to other leaders and figure out what they're seeing and what they're doing to prepare. What I do believe for our business and, and my family has ran our business for 70 plus years, high level service never stops. It survives every single market. Nordstrom still stood, right? It's people will pay for higher level service. And so um, make sure that that is part of what is important to you. For us, that is huge. And where Weston Maine was a good fit is they serve their agents like they are the customer they are. And they know that. Um, so find that spot. And that's huge. Let's just pause briefly on that. Dear real estate companies, Treat your agents like they're your clients. Because okay. they <laughs> Damn. Okay. Right? Pour into everything that they're doing. And that's what this, this company has done. Um, as far as what's coming, I think you're probably going to see some... Uh, we, we've heard a lot in the industry of mergers and acquisitions, right? There's a sure. lot of middling brokerages out there that are hanging on for dear life. There's kind of this dead zone between 50 and 100 agents. If you have between 50 and 100 agents, it's extremely hard to survive and thrive. 
um, because it's so expensive to transact. You're now paying somebody upwards of $30 an hour to just answer phones and do some administrative work. It's crazy. So um, uh, shrinking commission compression, I mean, that is that is a big deal. So the margins are slim to start with. So I think you're going to see some companies partner. Uh, I think you'll see some companies join together forces and and build some hybrids together. I think that's something that that will happen. Uh, I do see there's going to be further expansion of MLSs. I think you'll see more of those trying to regionalize and and have a bigger presence with all the data that they're compiling and finding new ways to get it back to consumers and agents and that we can do stuff with. Right? It's not. It's one thing to just have data. It's a whole nother to to do something with it and have a story to tell with it. And so I think you're going to have more of that going along. As far as transactions go, look, we live in America. My God, do we love buying shit. We love buying shit. And if you tell us we can't buy stuff, we want to buy it even more, right? That's and that's true. really the last two years have been a pause button for our market saying, hold off, this might not be it. Uh, that can only be pent up for so long. I think oh, if we yeah. get the I think if we get interest rates with a six in front on a consistent quarter by quarter basis, this it's this is the new norm. This is yeah, we're already there, buddy. Yeah. Wait till, wait till we get with, with a consistent five in front. Exactly right. Then it's back and that'll three. probably happen this year too, which is I think where Piper is trying to strap up her boots and be ready for the fucking chaos because it's yeah. gonna be well and I'm think ready. about it from everybody if if we can even roughly parallel the stats of loan originators that have dropped out of the market versus real estate agents that have dropped out of the market, there just aren't enough of us to handle that pent up buying need, that desire. It It is going to be an interesting couple of years. Yep. I agree, but hang in there. You better have a value proposition. It better be high level service. Um, if you're just going from transaction, to transaction, you're probably going to get ran over. I mean, you need to be, stacking them, leveraging them as much as humanly possible. Listings still last. Listings are king. That I don't think is going to change. Um, so that's that's kind of the approach that we're taking is high, high, high level service all the way through, high levels of communication. Um, just give them the stuff they don't expect. That's where we really excel is, is doing the things you don't expect. And when they hit, you go, holy crap, that was amazing. Right. Uh, that's that's what we like to do. So I, I better you better have a value proposition, y'all. If you're going to survive this and thrive in this, make sure you have a plan. Ah, oh, that's an interesting idea too. Actually, <laughs> actually have a plan and not just fucking. Didn't we talk about this before we all went live? We're just going to wing it, <laughs> see how it goes. Yeah, which always ends up being a really great conversation when we have you guys on the podcast. We do need to focus on the wing it just a little bit, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's very, very cool. Yes, Jen, I know we are running uh, at our time limit, and we always do when it's Justin and Piper. Sorry, Piper and Justin. Let's make sure we're getting the top billing correct. Um, but uh, thank you, guys. This is... I, I can't express how much we love having you guys around. Oh. So so much value to add to everything that we do. No, we really appreciate you. And what you guys do, it's fun to see you put something out every day. You guys are doing something every day that helps our market. That is massively valuable and uh i don't care who you are they're plug in to to adam and jen and there's so much good that they're giving back and you just got to be willing to, to take it so yeah. get it get it in your mind y'all let's go let's go there's no secret help as many people as you can get what they want and you're going to get what you want there you go there you all go. right yeah. jen what else are we up to since justin's already opened that can of worms <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, like you talked about, we've started doing these one day with Adam and Jen trainings, which is really cool. Uh, but also and so much media. fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But Social Media Day Denver is Friday, June 14th, which March is this week. So June will be Jesus. here before we know it. So <sighs> sorry, guys. Uh, but I am still looking for a couple more speakers for that. So you can reach out to me at smdaydenver at gmail.com. If you have something you want to speak on social media related, content related, uh, marketing related in general, we'd love to have you. Uh, and tickets, early bird tickets will be going on sale in the next two weeks for that. So craziness. Um, other than that, if you want to see past episodes of the show, our weekly little tip, get copies of Adam's books, all the things, you can text TIPS to 63566 and you'll get all of that information. All kinds all of things. things. All yeah, the things. All the things. Um, including that new online seminar that we recently did. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, master class. Sorry, I keep forgetting that term. And that was really cool. Yeah. So all kinds of good stuff out there. Justin, Piper, Piper, Justin. Thank you guys. <laughs> I, I really cannot express, I uh, cannot verbalize uh, how grateful we are to run in the circles that you guys run in and have you available to help our audience grow and adapt and thrive. And uh, it's really cool stuff. Um, I can't get over the baseballs in the back. So uh, we're, <laughs> one of these days, you guys are going to have to come see our little sports memorabilia <laughs> haven, um, which really focuses a little more on hockey and football than baseball. But yeah, that's because you know me. Um, we have some of that stuff too. It's just on a different yeah, wall. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, and and now I'm thinking my autographed Todd Helton memorabilia might mm -hmm. actually have gone up a couple of clicks in yes. uh, value uh, there. So, um, yeah, very, very cool stuff. All right. So for the rest of you watching or listening live or in syndication, you can catch live episodes of How I Met Your Mortgage every Monday at 1030 Mountain Time. That's 930 Pacific, 1230 Eastern. Apparently there are people that don't know the mountain has a time zone, but neither here nor there. And you can catch the podcast 48 hours later on Wednesdays on Amazon, Spotify, and Apple. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Piper and Justin, love you guys. Thank you again. Thanks for having us. You guys are the best. <laughs>